Welcome to the Dadcast with Perky and Man, two men who have been self-isolating and having no social life since having kids. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So hello and welcome to a, uh, a quite a strange uh, Dadcast. Uh, we've been doing this for about four years I feel like it's going to be a little bit different. Um, we we always self-isolate on this show because we've got a studio each. I'm in uh, in Surrey and Mr. Richard Mann here is in Bedford. Yeah, hello, Perky. It is strange for pretty much everyone in the world. How have you been this week? Because, you know, this is, uh, this is like the, I suppose, the first day that everyone has been told, like, you must stay in now. Because I think there was a bit of a vague thing on, at the weekend, wasn't there? And then loads of people went out. Loads of people were still going to the beaches and the parks and all that kind of stuff. Like idiots. Um, but this is the, the the first day that it's kind of it's kind of kind of the law now isn't it to, to stay in how have you uh, have you guys coped uh, i you know like everyone else we sort of a bit, bit confused but at the same time I, it almost starts to go beyond politics doesn't it because this is something that that no one ever thought would happen and you can only prepare so much it's sort of a bit numbing really yeah it's, I mean, it's just the, the odd thing is that it's the weather is is beautiful it is where we are yeah it's sort of getting this lovely sun and springing into spring as it were and then but, but lockdown, it's a real... Um, it's, you say, yeah, it's you say just... no one could have predicted it, but I think there's there's two people that could have predicted it. One of them, um, Hollywood scriptwriters, because they're always talking about this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to wash anymore. People are just like, well, you know, <laughs> no. oh, a virus, it's going to just like, go around the world. Yeah, okay. And then the other people that seemed to predict it was Disney, because, you know, first day of homeschool... On the Monday, everyone gives it a good go. And then Tuesday morning, everyone's like, nah, nah, it's not going to work. And that's the day that Disney Plus launches in the UK. Coincidence? <laughs> Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. <laughs> Someone should be yeah. know, digging up Mr. Walt Disney and um, questioning his uh, cadaver about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> interesting timing for that. Another, yeah. con- another one to add to the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, many conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know what I think, if I'm honest. It, I'm just sort of getting along with things, obviously not going out anywhere and work patterns have completely changed. The thing is that the girls, for me, they both want to be at school. Yes. Um, and I think that's uh, that's an odd thing to say. You can't go. I mean, uh, Phoebe has never missed a day at, at school and she's eight. Yeah. Uh, not one day. And she's really gutted to have missed, uh, well, a day, two, and it could go on for weeks. So I don't months. think this so... counts against the attendance record, though. I think she's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously a lot of people are doing uh, homeschooling. And, and Soph, who is uh, as a teacher, a key worker, she did say about, you know, if, if need be, she will go in. But having, you know, two children, she's not expected to unless, you know, teachers get a lot of teachers get ill. Oh, and then okay. she says she will go in. So she's homeschooling them. Although she's not a primary school teacher, she's a, a secondary performing arts uh, and drama teacher. She's, yeah, she's homeschooling. And just look, I mean, I've tried not to get sort of bogged down too much in social media because... I think you can start to waste your time, can't you? I mean, considering everything is going online now, you've kind of got to be careful and step away and sort of go, I'm not going to keep checking. But the times I have checked and seen many sort of creative ways that people are homeschooling, I guess everyone at the moment is like really enthusiastic. Oh, that will wear off. (laughs) That will totally wear off. I mean, actually, the girls, because what we wanted to do is make it a little bit different. So, you know, because for every day I take them to school 
uh, and most of the time I walk them there. So they get a 10 minute walk there and back every day. And, you know, and so do I. And and also they get they, they wear school uniform. So we tried to make it similar. So yesterday we went out for a walk beforehand, myself and the girls, while Soph set her work uh, for her students yeah. online. Yeah. And then they decided to get into in dressed into Hogwarts uniforms. Um, so they've got their capes and everything. So the school is Hogwarts, obviously, and it's Gryffindor. And then they've got a, a name for the class, which I can't remember. And then today they've done the same thing, wearing their, their Hogwarts uniforms. But we didn't go for a walk. I think it's that thing of just trying to create something a little bit different. Because you know, certainly doing voiceovers, and, and I do from working from home, that you've got to put those boundaries in. Otherwise... Uh, it just slips from, yeah. from you know, work into play and then back again and it all gets very, very blurred. Yeah. And I we think tr- that's... We tried, because because Emily doesn't go to preschool yet because she's too young, but, well, she's not too young yeah. to go to preschool, but we we haven't sort of taken this, she's two and a half. And so we were sort of toying with the idea of getting her dressed in something that resembles a school uniform as well, because essentially yeah. whoever's teaching Tilly needs to be, like, looking after Emily at the same time. So if you can get her to do something similar... Then, then at least you know keeps her occupied. But she's going through a right old state at the moment. She's <laughs> so she refused. She absolutely refused. <laughs> I think keeping a schedule is good in terms of like getting up, having your breakfast. Although Tilly yesterday, yeah. maybe we made too much of an effort yesterday because you know Rachel and I are both at home, both of us actors, so both of us don't have any work. We've got you know voiceover stuff that we can do, but you know there's not a lot of that. For us at the moment, there's a couple of things no, we can audition for. So we both sort of had a class in the morning. We both sort of did an hour each because the, the school has given us a bit of a structure. So to do a bit of, you know, the, the PE first thing and then like an hour and then a break and then an hour and then lunch and then yeah. making the afternoon a bit more like, you know, life skills kind of stuff, you know. Which for for us is like you know paint the fence for us, <laughs> learn how to make a gym, you know that kind of thing. Um, but um, but but because of that, you know Tilly last night, even at like five o'clock, we we're out in the garden and we were playing. I said, to, "Oh, do you want to do this?" And she said, "Is this is this still school?" And I said, "What? Well, not really school because it's it's after school." She said, "Yeah, but when we do homeschool, we can do school all day if we want to, can't we?" <laughs> okay, Kino, Kino. When they're at school and there's like a class of you know twenty, thirty, however many people, they get attention for of quite a limited amount of time. So if you can manage doing like a half hour lesson or or an activity, then that probably is kind of equivalent to the kind of one-on-one attention they get over a whole day. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I agree. That's what Soph and I were talking about a couple of hours ago um, because they they started to go sort of a, a, a little bit loopy um, just before lunch. And, and it was because they're just getting, you know, the 100% of the attention. Mm. Um, and, the brains are, and the brains are sort of going overtime, really. Yeah. But I, I agree, you know, get outside, especially whilst the weather's good, get outside in, into, well, into the garden in the main and just, just run around. It's funny, though, because I think that they're, you know, children will probably adapt, especially the younger ones, will probably adapt more than, than most of us will. Yeah. Because it just because they haven't got that reference point. And so they just, OK, we'll get on with it. And I'm quite surprised how both of them, I mean, they, they both know the severity. And in fact, Georgia was telling me this morning all the things that we can't do. Has there really, been any, which is... like awkward conversations with, with Phoebe particularly? About it Phoebe, before. yeah, Phoebe's got Phoebe's got a bit upset. Yeah, okay, yeah, she did over the weekend. She kind of gets it. Yeah, she does. And you know, obviously, we're talking about washing hands and and all that, um, and and just sort of safety. And the thing with with the girls, like I guess with most children, most children that they, um, they just pick up stuff and touch stuff. You know, you go to a shop, 
they touch it. Yeah. Go to the supermarket, they touch. And it keeps that, it's that thing of, no, girls, now don't touch anything. Yeah. Anything yeah. at yeah. all. And in a way, it's probably quite a good thing because then that'll be sort of ingrained into their, their psyche. Uh, it's just that it, it, it's, it's, the, it's the sense, though, that I, I, I think with Phoebe that she can actually see that we're not invincible. That realisation that, that anyone in the family or friends could get it. Oh, you know, um, my mum was talking to Georgia because they looked, they picked them up from school last Thursday and then obviously they're not going to see them for however long now. And mum said she was, it was funny because Georgia was, um, they were walking back home and, and Georgia was talking about things, just, you know, nonsense stuff, just chatting about stuff, I don't know, about the park or something. And then she just said, uh, oh, you know the, um, uh, you, you know the COVID-19? <laughs> mum said, yeah. She said, uh, you know you can die from that. Oh God. Oh <laughs> but God. it was just so flippant. And mum said it was just the fact that she was talking about one thing and then just flipped and, you know, you can die from that. And grandma, and my mum said, yeah, yes, you can. And then she just went back again. You know, oh. so for her, Ooh. as a five-year-old, you know, you can die from it. Yeah. But anyway, See, I think that's the point. On. I think with Georgia and with Matilda in the same way is that they know... You know, they know the term dying, but they don't really get it. You know what I mean? Like Tilly no. said something the other day. She, you know, the news on the radio came on and she was up playing. We went, oh, can we listen? We need to listen to this. Because it was like when it was all starting to kind of become real last week. Yeah. And uh, we're like, we just need to listen, just need to listen. And Tilly was, uh, was, was, was sort of saying, oh, is this, this the people dying? You know, but she wasn't kind of troubled by it, as I imagine Phoebe would be, because she kind of doesn't know. That, that dying is a final thing. She knows that dying is like a game that you play where like maybe one of the boys yeah. at school goes, oh, you're dead. Yeah. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, great. And then get up and yeah, play yeah. again. But not realising yeah. sort of like the severity of uh, of all that kind of stuff. I think we're quite lucky in that regard with our two that Tilly, I, I think she senses sometimes, I think at the very beginning she sensed that there was like something amiss. Emily is completely oblivious to it. But also we're lucky with the homeschool stuff that essentially Tilly isn't kind of like on a curriculum it's just like you know read a bit do a bit of numbers but at the end of the day like she's fine you know it's not like you have to kind yeah. of you know imagine you know the, the the kids that are you know in doing like you know going going towards like a levels and have to you know the parents have to sort of like study up at night just to sort oh, of definitely uh, what everything uh, is uh, yeah that I mean that that must be really really difficult and I guess there's going to be that that sort of element of a of a lost generation, you know, doing their A levels and GCSEs. Of I mean, I don't know how they're going to work it, but um, see, I, I, I have to think that... about this because I was I was sort of worried for this generation. I think a lot of that generation suddenly got kind of fearful that they're going for their exams and are going to be lost. But everybody, like all the way down the line to to, to year one, like everyone is missing out on perhaps like six months of education. So yeah, so they, I don't think they're going to be lost. I feel like it's just going to have to be shifted a bit you know what I mean I I feel like maybe yeah. maybe Emily who's supposed to be starting school you know not this September but next September maybe they might go well maybe she'll start in the January or something you know I feel yeah, like yeah maybe it's gonna be moved yeah. back and and then eventually catch up but they can't just like just eradicate that year that they're doing their uh, exams uh, no I don't think they will do it. but I you know I, I think that also that for some children and hopefully for for a lot they might actually get even more you know, it's one-to-one help and even more, uh, I don't know, a, a different experience learning, which which might be better for them. Because in a way that the parents, it makes the parents and carers really focus and connect more than than we probably usually do. Yeah. Uh, because you have to. And I'm obviously, you know, in the main, it's going to be Sophie that's doing it unless she gets called in. But um, 
I just it's that it's that sort of idea that you you know you've got we've got to sort of be positive about this because you know some of the things that we may be talking to our children about now it might be things that we didn't before so for instance we are literally bringing maths it seems we're bringing maths into everything at the moment yet again this might be very very short lived but we're we're really thinking about the the fact that every day they are not going to school so how can we inject as much as possible uh, into our everyday lives it's funny because i think i mean phoebe certainly is is very she wants to learn so does georgia um, she's just younger but phoebe really wants to learn and she's kind of got this real thirst for knowledge and also doesn't like to get things wrong uh, and she's quite she's a bright kid you know she is she she is a very i think she's gonna be probably a lot more academic certainly than than i was um i wasn't academic at all um <laughs> But I, th- I think the thing is, Perky, it's the problem is the parents who maybe haven't got the time, maybe don't care as much, maybe their education isn't as good, that then their kids suffer. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. the, that's the problem because there's a lot of us who, okay, we can, we you know, we might not be be the best at it, but we're going to really knuckle down and we're going to give them as much love and attention. But I guess that there are, well, we know it. There's going to be families out there that there's not the same caring and loving. And then what's going to happen to those children? Are they going to be sat in front of Netflix or, or whatever for yeah, the next few months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's loads of resources. Though. If, if, so if anyone listening now is in that kind of predicament of kind of going, I have no idea what to do with my kids. I don't have the time. Maybe, you know, there's those people that are working from home and having the pressures of working from home and supposedly teaching the kids as well, which is a, another kind of factor of like, well, how can you how can you give your attention to either of those things? And there's, there is loads. I've, I've made a list of a couple of things that I've sort of heard about the last couple of days. So you've got Joe Wicks every morning does a PE class from nine o'clock till 9.30 on YouTube. And he's the, you know, the, the, the life coach that, you know, yeah, lean, yeah. lean yeah, and mean or whatever. And um, that was massive. Like the first episode when it was live, he got over at one point over 700,000 families watching at one moment, you know, and then <laughs> once that was all tallied up and once, you know, all the people like in America were watching later on in the day, uh, I looked at the, the, the thing last night and it was two and a half million people had watched that stream of his first class. That's um, mad, isn't it? Carol Vorderman has said that she's opened up her website. She's got like a math school website. Oh, right. And she's opened up that. I think maybe just for the next 30 days but yeah for for this initial period it's completely open completely free you can go on there you can find resources that are suitable for your kids so if you've got no idea how to teach maths you know whatever age it is that you're trying to teach then you can get that from carol vorderman's website i don't know what the website's called but if you just search it um david walliams is doing something every day this month and it's elevensies so he's gonna release an audio book for about 20 minutes oh, right. at 11 o'clock every day. Oh, fantastic. So he kind of gives parents that time if they need just to keep the kids quiet for a bit while they make a conference call or if they want to get some food sorted for the kids or if they want to sort of yeah. just, you know, crack open the wine or whatever, yeah. um, they can do that. <laughs> and you know what? That's really good. And, it's, and there's a lot of people that are putting sort of resources free out there for a while, aren't they? And that's yeah. sort of everyone's really pulling together. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, in a way, it's the, the, the human spirit shines through a bit, doesn't it? In, in, in times like this, you sort of see the real good side of people. Forget about the fact that 
you know, people have been hoarding toilet roll and, and, and pasta and essentials. Yeah, that's horrible. And you're going to get people who are going to do that because for well, whatever reason. When you're wiping your backside and old Perky and Man flyers in a couple of weeks, you'll be wishing you'd hoarded <laughs> some more toilet rolls. A couple more, actually. There's Twinkle. There's one called Twinkle that's supposedly very good. I've not looked at it myself, but there's loads of stuff on there. Loads of like... I have. Have you yes, seen Yes, I it? have. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, that is very good. Actually, I've been sort of following that for, for about a year or so. Yeah, really good resources on that. Yeah, and they always they also send you updates and things and that's probably for the young well probably maybe for the younger children but excellent is it oh good okay okay we need to look at that to, to find some stuff but then also like as you said like just just life skills and talk to your kids and you know play games and look at maps and you know learn music like different things that they probably wouldn't get at school would be just fun to do and kind of gives them a chance to kind of like the montessori kind of thing like hey what do you want to learn today you know anything that this year yeah, yeah. rachel was baking um some banana bread with uh with with both of them today and it's just like that kind of thing is probably <laughs> more useful than kind of going right Let's see your time tables again. <laughs> I, I agree. And uh, and two days ago, Soph baked banana bread with the girls. Yay! <laughs> what is it? It's banana bread. It's all those bananas we've been hoarding, isn't it? Everyone's like, quick, make the banana bananas. bread. <laughs> and they forget they don't last long enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is there anything that you've regretted now with the, the purchasing? Because I think Rachel and I, we had a, a bit of a, a, a kind of a heads up in a way because all of a sudden one day, I mean, work stopped, all auditions stopped, everything stopped. So we were like, we're going to be in now for a bit because nothing's going on with, with acting work. And then a couple of days later, uh, there was a thing to say that all uh, vulnerable people should stay in for 12 weeks, right? So it was like, oh, okay. And then it was only when I sort of read the article that vulnerable people, as well as people over 70, included people with pre-existing conditions and what I didn't realise was that diabetes was on that list of pre-existing conditions so suddenly it was like oh okay ah (laughs) I'm in for 12 weeks now you know so I said to Rachel I said I know we've got some food in there you know we had some food in the house we'd done a big shop and yeah we sort of did a bit of a stock take and, and went through and had a look at what we had and what we didn't have and did like the one final shop that was going to take us from you know, being able to sustain ourselves for a month to probably being able to sustain ourselves for two months or whatever, you know, like, you know. but the one thing I do regret is not buying any tonic water. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't yes. go for any booze. We just had to, we had like two <laughs> bottles of wine, which are pretty much gone. And, uh, you know, cause all that healthy eating and healthy drinking, when the girls go to bed and then you look at your phone and realise the full horror of what's happening in the world, it's difficult to go, no, nope, just going to have a herbal tea tonight. I'm not going to have a glass of wine. It's, it's, it's eluded me. That has eluded me so far. So, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Well, luckily I'd had a majestic delivery about three weeks ago. And uh, <laughs> so I've actually got quite a lot of wine, although it's, it's rapidly going down at the moment. Um, you've got no food in the house, but you've got majestic wine. <laughs> How was your pub, your virtual pub thing that you did? I saw a picture of oh, you and your mates all yeah. having a pint together. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was uh, Saturday um, at about seven o'clock. Yeah, we had a, a five-way Skype meeting where we all had a, a, a tin or two of something. It was funny because we've actually not spoken as a group like that for quite a while. But it was good. It was very, it was very odd because, because we'd never done that before and I'd not been on Skype like that for, for booming ages. There were moments where we just sort of looked at each other and, and, and kind of kept laughing and then just drinking. But it was, it was good. <laughs> it was quite sort of philosophical and we, we kind of got into some interesting conversations. I mean, we were saying about, you know, we'll do, sort of, we'll do the, uh, the board meeting every day. 
But I've got to admit, I, I think it becomes a bit, bit too much. I think if we can drop in every, you know, once or twice a week or with whoever's speaking. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was, it was really good. It was funny, isn't it? Because I think people are in more in contact now than ever. So yet again, it's kind of bringing people together. I mean, I'm, I'm in contact a lot with my parents and my sister and my brother anyway, but I'm, you know, even more con- in contact at the moment. Yeah, you know, every day talking to my parents and yeah. speaking to my brother a lot more than, than ever and, and my sister and just, and, and, and you know, people. Yeah. <laughs> I phone like every day I phone someone different like people that I've not spoken to for ages and just like hey how's it going you know like what's and I, that's that's been one I mean one silver lining to this whole kind of mountain of of, of dog feces uh, of, a, of a week that you know you do get back in contact with the people that you care about and you know first couple of days I phoned some uh, some sort of older people in my life and yeah. then um and then phoned some friends i think i've i phoned <laughs> i phoned a friend of hers the other day and i said yeah i've been uh, i've been i've been phoning up you know old people you're the you're the first non old person i've phoned <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think the thing is obviously we, you know to an extent we've got people that we're on lockdown with and i think it's the people who haven't whatever age but you know i know quite a few people friends of mine some sort of our age and some people a lot older who are by themselves and it's it's those people that you know they might be absolutely fine and i hope they are um but i just you know i'm i, I guess i'm concerned because you you would be you it's, sort of think oh it's difficult to know um how how far the empathy can go not the empathy but the you know i think Rachel and I both suffered on the first couple of days because we were thinking and considering the situation of everybody. And it's overwhelming yeah. because you know that there are people who are cooped up in a in a in a small place and maybe they just recently become unemployed or they're going through financial struggles as it is, or they've got illnesses that they're trying to deal with, and then suddenly this heaps on top. And it's difficult because it's impossible for everybody to to do to do that i i feel like you've got to set your your kind of like boundary of like how how big a hug you can you can kind of <laughs> yeah. give to either people on your street or your family or your friends to to sort of make it manageable and maybe over time that hug can get bigger or maybe in certain moments it needs to get smaller but i think it can be overwhelming if you if you sort of go through and you know we were we were thinking about you know, people in the village that we've never met and sort of their situations and things like that and kind of going, oh my God, we need to help them. We need to, it's like, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. Let, let's, let's work out who we can conceivably help and, 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 and sort of work out what that boundary is because, you know, some people have got an awful lot of ability and, 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 you know, hats off them completely, like all the NHS staff and all the volunteers that are doing all these things. But then, but then I don't think I could do that at this moment, you know, because we've got our own things to do. We've got the girls to deal with. I'm diabetic, so I'm in a vulnerable group. So I can't, yeah. you know, it's not going to be of any benefit to put myself at, at, at kind of the risk that, you know, the wonderful NHS staff are putting themselves in and all that kind of stuff. And and I think just emotionally, it's 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 difficult to, to, to worry about so many people. There's a lot of people, mm. I think, worried about us. Um, just friends that I know that don't have kids and they were like, my God, how are you guys? Because you're self-employed, you're actors. I know there's no acting work. You've got kids, you've got a mortgage. Oh my God. And it was like, I wanted to really quickly kind of say, hey, don't worry about us. We are fine. At at this moment, for the next six months, we are completely fine. Don't worry about us. Yeah. But it's it's difficult to, um, uh, to, to, to sort of, to do that. 
Ha! Gosh, how yeah. how have you been like day to day? Because like, I I find the last couple of days particularly, my day has gone in a very similar pattern. That I wake up very early, and then I'm awake, and there's a bit of a funk, a bit of a funk waking up and going, oof, you know, gosh, what's what's going on? And then yeah. I I I I've got a again so lucky to have I've got a cross trainer in the in the garage, right? So I can go in there and and do a run. So every morning. Uh, I've been in there and done, you know, a, a, a decent run, and it definitely sort of perks me up, you know, emotionally and and, and physically. And then the day goes by, and then we've got the kids, and it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> dealing with them. It feels kind of normal because that's kind of what we do daily anyway. And then it gets in the day, you put the girls in bed, and then as you say, like you you kind of see what's been happening, and you kind of catch up on all the news, and then slowly that kind of that doom and gloom kind of starts to creep in again. How are you finding like the days? Yeah, I think it's sort of worked. You know, it's it's very early days, but I think that what uh, what's obviously very different for us is that Soph is is full time teacher. Um, you know, I'm out of the university at the moment, about three days a week, and and at home two days a week. So we're you know we we're not no one's around in the day apart from me occasionally, uh, and I think especially because I've, you know, I've worked from home for many, many years. I'm kind of used to it, although I always need to get out at least once, if not twice, if not three times a day. I think it, it, it's that it's that sense of um, of just, yeah, again, sort of putting putting those boundaries in, making having different components to the day. I, I think it's, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult. I just have a feeling, you know, I was trying to get an email out yesterday and Georgia was coming up to me dressed up as something and as a pirate asking me to play which was lovely and I sort of think oh I just I'd love to do that but you know she doesn't realize that I'm upstairs in the studio I need to work yeah I think so far it's it's all right but yeah I I, I still feel like we're at the edge <laughs> and yeah. we got, you know and it's a bit like yeah yeah but you know at the end of this week and next week I think it's that thing of, of kind of going right well um you know what should we do at the weekend yeah ah. <laughs> the same you know we can't do anything different or what we're going to do next weekend or or or, or the weekend after or the week after and it's about that um i did you know, look the, at the calendar the other day to see what we got on this week and it was like oh yeah hang on a minute nothing nothing There's nothing, nothing i mean you know week. everything is cancelled so holidays and stuff coming up all all cancelled really so i think it's about i guess going on it's about making going forward it's about making the weekend different from the week and also the daytime different from the evening. Otherwise, it, I mean, the, the one extreme and, and I've never been one to sort of sit and watch um, TV in the day at all just because I, that's not what I do. No. And, and I like sitting down and watching some in the evening. But, but, you know, it's that thing of kind of going, well, we'll just sit and watch TV the whole time, which I guess, you know, for, for many reasons, it, <laughs> I can see why people would want to do that, especially if you're not feeling that good. But it's about just... Oh, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? We're we're all very very different. Ideally, I'd I'd go out all the time because I love getting out and walking and exercising and you know, as in just walking out and doing lots and lots of walks. But that's that's gonna be a big thing for me. I think having kids helps us in in a massive way because we are distracted by them and there's not that kind yeah. of like endless day of like what do I do? I really thought that when it started. My my brain kicked in and almost like some adrenaline kicked in. I was like, right, we can do this. Let's make sure we need this and we need a bag of this and a packet of this and we're good. We're good. You know, we're good. And um, and then kind of thinking, right, we're going to make the most. We're going to do this and we can do this and we can make this and write this and, you know, all these kind of things. And then, of course, it starts and you're like, oh, actually, there's so much stuff with the kids that you don't really have any kind of extra time 
to do things. No, but I think no. keeping busy. I feel like we've been really busy. Rachel and I have just been like on it, like waking up and just kind of like getting things done. And I think that kind of distracts an awful lot. Whereas uh, if you don't have the kids and don't have all those things to do, then um, I tell you what, our washing baskets have never been empty. We wake up and it's like, right, get a wash on. <laughs> Got to get a wash on. Empty the dishwasher. Yes, we will yeah. crack on. There's that kind of thing. I've actually, well, to, I... li- to lighten the mood a bit, I've actually got a couple of things that I've written down that are, you know, there's a couple of silver linings for me on this whole thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, the pockets of my good jeans were beginning to wear through. Right. And they've not got any worse this last week because I've just had my bad jeans on all week, which is good. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, I like that. Similarly, <laughs> there's been at least two days or maybe three days this week where I haven't put socks on. And so I've saved the washing. There we go. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Um, And uh, and also I've I've started giving Tilly some good jobs under the guise of school. So she started helping me paint the fence the other day, uh, and then realised that maybe that wasn't the best thing because you know it will dribble through and and all that. But yeah, and also I've realised that we haven't had that thing where you feel like you need to go out to a thing that you know the girls aren't really going to like, but you need to no. do. We haven't, no, we haven't had the, the kind of stress of getting out yeah. to go to a national trust place and then getting yeah. there and then the kids being nightmares the whole time and then coming home and wishing we hadn't gone, but still then the <laughs> next week getting up and doing it again. We haven't had that, which has been great. <laughs> you're right. It's funny, actually, because you're right. Because, you, you know, you you know, we do feel like we need to get out and do stuff. Um, yeah. Even if it's going to town for a coffee, you know, sometimes just do stuff. And now it's like that's taken away from us. You kind of can can almost sort of uh, relax a bit on that. Yeah. It's funny, actually, because you, you mentioned mention about the the painting the the, uh, the fence that's what i did yesterday did you so is there something about painting fences and making banana bread yes. you know <laughs> in lockdown in lockdown that's what we all do <laughs> I, be kids I guess there's growing up that in, in like 20 years time there'll be chefs that specialize in banana bread <laughs> They, they were saying, as on um, the radio this morning, about how, you know, we can get jo- all those jobs that we've been putting off done. I was thinking, for a start, you're right, with, with children, there's no sort of downtime. And if anything, it's even harder because you've got to contain them. You know, or they are contained. Yeah. Because I was talking to my dad and my dad was saying, oh, he's, he wants to write some stories down that from, you know, things, various things in his life. Because I was talking to him. I've been, I've been saying this to him for about two years. And now he's like, right, I'm, I'm really onto it. And yeah. all these sort of like mini creative projects that, that for, for me that um you know that don't necessarily earn any money but they're fun but i'm thinking i've got to get them done i've got to get them done now i can't just i cannot waste it you know i've got to some good stuff's got to come out of this and i'm yeah. sure there'll be a lot of creative things that come out of you know from people i mean obviously you and i were gonna come back we were gonna, man, back. were gonna come back yeah yeah and now not this year, not this year, but maybe it gives us enough time to think about for something for next year. It. We need to come up with the concept. Yeah, yeah. we need to come up with the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. It's we'll get just, those things done, it, like anyone listening who's got those projects to do. I mean, it's difficult, as I say, with kids because, you know, trying to make... But make that time, you know, give yourself, you know, half an hour when you stick on the David Williams uh, 11s's uh, audiobook and then just get your head into... <laughs> writing mode there's going to be many many weeks so don't feel like it's uh all has to be done on day two you know not at and all. also i mean you know if uh if ever anyone wanted to sort of try out a new look but have always been scared to now's your time if you want to shave your <laughs> head if you want to grow a really... moustache now's the time to do it 
it really is. It's funny, actually, this morning, because Georgia really likes to dress herself and she can dress herself in some really odd stuff, and, and Phoebe too. And it was one of them this morning that I heard Soph saying from downstairs, I heard her say, no, that, that, no, don't put that with that because, because actually, no, doesn't matter. Put whatever you want on. Just absolutely doesn't matter. He's <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. So yeah. I agree with you. I think this Rachel is the said time that to now. me this morning. <laughs> Forget the kids. <laughs> well, did she say, listen, Alex, um, you know all those times, that, you know, basically, uh, you can dress yourself now. <laughs> Just dress yourself. I'm not going to, I'm not going to comment on anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, that was my other regret though the other day, as well as the tonic water. I felt like I'm ready. I'm ready. I've got this. We've got we've got the shopping in. We've got ready. We, we've got everything we need to be self sufficient. And then about ten minutes later, I was like, "Oh, I could really do with a haircut soon." Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no! Yeah. When's that going to happen? I did get one last Tuesday. Did you? And I yeah, and I rang up on the morning. You panicked and I said about a it. haircut. I well, I just well, I needed one anyway, and I needed one. I I did you know it wasn't like um I was I was stocking up I hadn't just gone for one it'd probably been a couple of months so I was in need and I rang and said oh can I book for next week and she said well I'm not sure if you know if it's going to be if we're going to be open yeah and I said well have you got in this week and she said well Friday and I couldn't do Friday because of working I said ah oh, god oh, well well I guess you haven't got anything today and she said yeah quarter to four. And I pick the girls up at half past three and essentially it takes 20 minutes. Not that I've ever gone from school to the hairdressers, but it takes 20 minutes to get there. Yeah. Um, so I got their scooters, picked them up, got their scooters and we got there. 20 minutes. It did take us 20 minutes. And I got the haircut done, luckily. But yeah, I did sort of think, wow, that was, that was just, just luck Good timing, on my behalf. Mate. Good timing. I know. I know. Otherwise, uh, I think maybe Soph, Soph would have had to have got to my uh, hair with a bowl, the old bowl cut. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I did have a thing the other day about our listeners and, like, who is going to be listening to this. And I was thinking about people that are maybe separated and who share custody of the kids and how that yeah. affects it. So I did have a look yeah. into it. And apparently, even this morning, even after the advice yesterday, they have said that if you are co-parenting and live in separate properties, that is an acceptable reason to move a child between houses so if there's anyone oh, listening really? now that's having problems with that i mean obviously any kind of movement like that adds a level of risk but according to the government guidelines anyone who is you know sharing custody of a child is still allowed to go and pick up that child drop off that child and move the child under 18 between parents so wow. you know because i was thinking my god my, my heart was like going out to anyone who yeah yeah wasn't going to be able to see their kids for this period but then also conversely my heart also went out to anyone who's working from home and is going to be seeing their kids an awful lot more over the next couple of months <laughs> so my heart goes out either way either by seeing yeah. too much or too little but um but yeah so that that is apparently the advice i mean look online get it verified we are just podcasters we have no <laughs> legal uh understanding or, or no knowledge of anything, oh, really, has, has, probably, has probably been proved over the last four years. Nothing, nothing. Um, listen, Perky, we've, we probably should go because uh, although, you know, we will be back next week to talk about our adventures Absolutely. in uh, isolation. But I've got All one, the tricks one, that we're la- going to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I've got so just one la- last thing, actually. Yeah. Um, as, as, you know, I've been going out for the last few weeks, um, I've started to take maybe a little bit of chocolate 
couple of bits of chocolate or a couple of sweets or something. Just, you know, very small for the girls. And what I've done, my granddad used to do it with a cough candy tree. Uh-huh. He used to say there was a cough candy tree. He'd reach up and he'd give us a cough candy. And yeah. even though I knew that it probably wasn't a cough candy tree, I'm talking about, you know, when I was about eight, nine, ten, hmm. you still sort of believed it. Yeah. And I think he did it as we got a bit older. And it was a bit like, it, it, you, you know, you do that believing, not believing. But yeah. you go along with it and it's fun. So I started to do it recently with a treat tree. And the idea is with the treat tree that only I can see the treat. <laughs> and the treat tree... It's not always the same tree. So it's a bit like the treat just magically appears. So it might be that tree one day and then never again or that bush or whatever. It's a treat tree. Yeah, yeah, so, nice. Yeah, so we'll go around the park and George will be like, is there a treat tree? And I'll say, Georgia, there might be, there might not. But the more you ask for it, the chances are the treats will not appear. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then I'll be walking along and then I'll go, girls, girls, and reach out and produce two like really small, those you know gold coins, those chocolate, yeah. or a little wriggly wormy thing or what you know some little sweet thing or small things so anyway the girls go for it and phoebe's like oh this is great and george is loving it um yesterday we went out in the morning and i'd actually just got a couple of really small uh, bits of chocolate with me and i thought oh i might as well do the treat tree so george you said is there a treat tree and i said no not this time george it's it's too early in the morning (laughs) so phoebe said to me listen i've got to say something to you and and i'm not going to say it to anyone else but i think i just need to say something to you okay and i said all right are you all right? She said, yeah. Look, I know the treat tree is just you putting sweets in your pocket oh. and then and then picking them out. Okay, but I won't tell Georgia. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, can I have a sweet so I can do a treat tree for Georgia? Oh. And I was like, I said, oh, that is so sweet. And at the same time, though, I thought, oh, the magic's just gone. Oh. I thought she was believing it as an eight-year-old. Oh, but no. of course not. And I said, look, Phoebe, yeah. I said, but let, yeah, you're right. And let's keep this one quiet. She said, yes, I will, Daddy. I will, I promise. So she went up and said, Georgie, look, look, look. And did a treat. And Georgie was like, oh. And the face lit up. It was like really big. It was like, wow. I said, oh, great, great. I said, that's amazing, Georgie. Georgie said, oh, I want to do treat tree. I want to do treat tree. I said, no, no, Georgie, <laughs> it's only those of you who can see it. And it might be that Phoebe sees it. She might not see it or whatever. And Georgie said, well, maybe you could give me a sweet. And then I could do it. Like, no, oh, it's just unbelievable. No, unbelievable. No. So it's one of these things that they're obviously just going along with it. Yeah, I think Georgia, there's a treats. part of her which d- yeah. does actually believe it. It's just the funniest thing. It's like, oh, right, that's it. All the fun over now. Yeah. No one believes it. It's probably a good thing <laughs> that they've stopped now because um, how are we going to be doing for treats in the next couple of weeks? It would just be like, oh, here's a twig tree. Here's a twig. Or, <laughs> here's an old button tree. Here you go. Here's an old button for you. <laughs> You're right, yeah. It's all going to be good, Richard. The companies still want to make money, so they're going to still have food for us to buy and stuff for us to do. Exactly. And none of the none of the people from the um, from the from the World Health Organization have have like just run away screaming. They're still there doing their press conferences, <laughs> so they must know that it's all going to be good in the end. Otherwise, it'll just like run off into the distance and uh, you know run off with their secretaries w- or something. Yeah, <laughs> we will come out of this bigger, well, probably bigger as well than just sitting around eating loads of food. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not or not or not exercising anyway. Oh, I don't know. No, we will come out of it better and 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 stronger and more positive and more creative and hopefully just by spending a lot more time with our, our families appreciate everyone a little bit more and particularly so, uh, appreciate the teachers an awful lot more yes 
Definitely, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Perky, have a great rest of the week. Love to all your girls, and uh, and we'll talk again next week. Absolutely. Speak then. If, in the meantime, if anyone wants to get in contact, uh, any particular things they want us to talk about, any things that have happened in their situation, uh, it's. I think it's a good time just to talk about stuff. So if you've got anything to say, then listen to the kind lady who's going to do the jingle in a minute, and then uh, get in contact with us that way. I'm saying listen to her because I can't remember any of the details right now. So anyway, bye. See you next week. <laughs> Subscribe to the Perky and Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.